0: Well good morning everyone and welcome to The Drive. It is cold outside today. It's 40 degrees, at least cold for Mobile, Alabama in the morning. But I am driving to work and we've been taking select, uh, selections of Scripture and expounding upon them, talking about them, and um, going from Biblical, you know, observing, interpreting briefly, and then applying. Uh, that's inductive Bible study. That's the way to study the Bible, right? Uh, observe. What do you see? What does it say? Interpret what does it mean and apply. How does it actually affect my life? Um, So it's important to get those three, uh, those three points down when you're looking at the Bible, reading the Bible, studying the Bible, and even doing your devotion time. Um, But that's not what this episode is about. I was looking at James, uh, the letter that James wrote, and uh, I've been praying right now about. possibly uh, after I finished Philippians and Colossians and Philemon, Paul's prison epistles, going to James after that. It's a very direct letter and how many of us know sometimes we just need things told to us directly, like straightforwardly, like just tell me what do I need to do? And James is really, he has that kind of um, you know, tact or personality. He's, he's that kind of guy. And one of the things and one of the verses that has ministered to many people over the years and definitely has uh, ministered to me when I'm going through something is uh, James chapter 1, verse 2. And this verse is kind of a conundrum. It's kind of like you look at it and you go, I don't get it. What do you mean? (laughs) But then you think think back about your past, about things you've been through and uh, things you've faced and how you got through it and how, uh, you know... God gives us a certain countenance in order to deal with whatever you're going through. And so I love James chapter 1, verse 2, which says, James writes, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now, in the world's perspective and point of view, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, if you're in a trial... There's no way you could be happy or you should be happy. That's not a, a possibility. That's not even that's unhealthy even. you know That's what the world view of the world system would make you think, well, if you're in a trial, you need to get out of it. And run. Get out of that trial now. But you know as believers, as followers of Jesus, we know something. We know that trials actually produce in us the attributes of God, patience, namely, like James chapter 1, verse 4 goes on to say, patience. I mean, it produces, trials produce a lot more in us than that, but trials really, they test our faith, but they also cause us to cling to Christ like nothing else, like no other time in the history of our lives. Trials cause us to either draw near the Lord and go, God, I I need you. Or they cause us to drift away from the Lord and be like, I'm done with this. I give up. Now, of course, it's not biblical and God does not want you and I to give up. So the only other choice is to cling to the Lord during those trials. Not only that, but James is basically saying you can actually have joy through the storm. Like, what? I don't understand. You can have joy through the storm? Well, the book of joy, which is Philippians, was written by a man who was on house arrest below ground, chained to a guard 24 hours a day. And the letter that he wrote is known throughout history to be the book of joy. He wrote it in jail. So I think Paul is in the prime example of the fact that you can have joy through trials. Not only that, you can actually have joy because you're in the trial. Now, we don't, that's not our natural inclination, right? We're not like, yes, I'm in a trial, finally. I've made it into a trial in the storm. I've been just waiting to get into some trouble and to have things come against me. I've just been waiting to be oppressed, yes. No, that's not really our mentality or attitude. But when trials come, because oftentimes trials and storms, they are out of our control, and they show up, and we just have to deal with them. But James is saying, listen, when you get a trial, when you you face something like a hardship, Like count it all joy because God's going to do something in and through that trial. He's going to work. He's going to have his way in and through that trial. He's going to refine you and grow you in ways that you never even thought you needed to grow. In other words, you can have joy in the trial because God knows what he's doing. And he doesn't use the trial to pummel you. He uses the trial to refine you. And that's the beautiful truth. And so instead of getting miserable, getting down, just getting just getting crushed and crumbling because of a trial, instead go, Lord, you've allowed this in my life. I'm gonna see it as a learning experience. Lord, what do you want to teach me? What do you want to do in my life? That is the way to view trials. I believe. And looking at the scripture, that's what it says. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Know that God is working it all for the good, even though you don't see it presently. He is working it for the good, for the future. So I love that, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. And it doesn't say just that one trial that you're gonna go through, various. We're gonna have a multitude, an eclectic array of trials that we're gonna face, right? we don't want to. Like just our natural inclination, our human nature, like what, like, what makes us feel good? What makes us happy? You know, those times when it's stress-free, those are the times we want. But here's the conundrum. During those times, that's often the time when we let our guard down. And when we don't focus so much on the spiritual. But instead, we're like, ah, it's all going to be okay. Every little thing is going to be all right. Just like Bob Marley says, right? It's be fine. And that's when the attacks come, and that's when the enemy's like, Ooh, I see some gaps in the wall. Like Nehemiah, right? And I'm going to get in there, I'm going to get a foothold. I see light coming through the bottom of the door, I'm going to get a foothold and not let that door close. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to get in there. No. That's... We have to be careful. Because when we're not in trials, and I'm not saying pray for perpetual trials, but I am saying that when we don't have trials, when everything is good, we can tend to be lackadaisical. We can just be like, meh, whatever. And that's when the enemy has his way with us. And those trials, those type of trials, are the trials that we go through because we aren't watching and praying, we aren't on guard, and those are some difficult trials to face. But the everyday external trials that come with living in a fallen world, we can actually count them as joy when we fall into those things, those various trials. Because God's in control, and He's going to use those trials in our lives. He doesn't waste. God does not waste anything. Let's see. And so often, life feels like just trying to navigate from one problem to another. Okay, that problem's fixed. Okay, now here's the next problem. Usually, our to-do list includes like a lot of a large percentage of problems that we have to deal with. <laughs> but you know what? It's all to draw us closer to the Lord, and it's all in your perspective. Are you going to let trials rip you apart or are you going to let trials refine you? I want to let trials refine me, you know? I want to let trials cause me to be dependent upon the Lord like stronger and like never before. I want to let trials bring joy to me because I know God's going to do a work in and through them. Know that today. God's working. God bless you guys. Have an amazing, what is it, Friday. Have an amazing Friday and talk to you later.